Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Table Talks with Burr. Today we have Duran, Lashante, Troy. And today we're talking about leaving home, attending school, and returning back changed. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, let's let's hear it. Where did you attend school and when did you come back? And any details you want to fill us in? Um, I studied at East Central University in Edo, Oklahoma. I have a bachelor's in business management and a certification in human resources. Um, I graduated in 2021. Um, my experience at East Central, eh, it was all right. It was a smaller town, smaller towns, uh, school. So you knew everyone there. So it was kind of homely, sometimes racist because it was a redneck state. So. I know. I know. That's a sundown down. Definitely. Uh, I came home last month, so that'll be October, like the end and part of October or so. And what did you do in that time span from 2021 to now? From 2021? Yeah, so um, I worked as a loan officer uh, a company called Regional Finance. I was there for a year. And then I worked to a company called Nextleaf Cultivation. Um, I basically was a grower there, cannabis cultivator. Fancy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Madam? Yeah, so I used, I did my undergrad in Miami, Florida um, at St. Thomas University. There I studied international business. And then I did my master's. In Madrid, Spain, there I studied bilingual and multicultural education. Um, I came home, came back to the Bahamas in July, but I've been in and out, so maybe like consistently since the end of September. Mm. Educated body, okay. Mister? <laughs> so um, I went to Nova Southeastern um, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, I came back home in 2018. Yes, I'm very old, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, I studied business administration with a minor in entrepreneurship. Um, I'm back in school now, actually. I'm at DeVry, but it's online. And my new concentration is in sales and marketing. Um, when I came back home, <clears throat> I began working at Commonwealth Bank. Um, and then um, pretty much... As the years go by, my job as my jobs have actually transitioned. Um, so currently now I am employed at Omni Financial as the manager for business development. And at night I'm at Fusion Superplex as a duty manager as well. Okay. So I play both managerial hats. Not the easiest thing to do, but it runs me down mentally, but I'm I'm coping. I'm trying to see how you're going to fit this research project into all of this. <laughs> but the good thing about it is that I'm actually leaving one. Um, I'm leaving Fusion in January. So that that's going to be um, the best part about it for me. So, yeah. Good thing this comes on January too. It also let me know if you change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> How's it been, the transition? Like, first of all, let's not even talk about that yet. How's it been, like, maintaining your home friends? Like, when you go off and come back? And then go off, you know, and then maintain your college friends now if you still like talk to them. So if I can go first. <laughs> so before I left for, for college, I, I was actually dating someone 
And um, I swear I thought I could have done the whole long distance thing. <laughs> so I <laughs> honestly, now bear in mind, you know, living in Fort Lauderdale is like a 30 minute plane ride from there to there. But again, you're still in separate countries, obviously. Um, so um, I think as I was there during the first semester, during, during my studies here and there, um, I think she would have gotten a bit, I don't know, I guess complacent in terms of keeping up relationships. Um, now her mom was like, oh, Trey, when he forgot, I never forgot at all. Um, it's just a matter of like, I was in the, in the phase of expectancy, like for you to like also, you know, tell me good morning once in a while versus me having to do it every time or, you know, me having to reach out to you or you, in fact, you doing it to me versus me doing it every time. Um, ever since, um, we, um, I left in 2018, um, a few of my friends, um, I have about four close friends that I'm still in contact with. It's been what 18, 19, 20, 22, like five years now. And I um I make great connections. Funny enough, they're these people are freaking wealthy. I don't know how, but one of my friends, his dad owns uh Margaretville in Jamaica. And then this next one, her dad is a former football player. And then this next one, her her dad is some um uh hygienist or whatever you want to call it or whatever it is. And and then what her mom was an OBGYN surgeon in Dubai. Uh, this other one, her dad is an architect in um, uh, Arizona. So, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. But bear in mind, I went to an, uh, a a private university. So um, people were freaking rich there. I'm like, you know, this regular, regular person from the Bahamas just doing my thing as <laughs> as I should. Um, but um, maintaining my friendship here, um, I, I think I would have um, pretty much... Um, I guess gain new friends in that sense because when, I guess when, once life shifted, then this is what, what usually happens. But thankfully, I kept the same friends that I have in the U.S. now, and I check up on them from time to time. Um, they visited here, um, and of course, I went. I I flown there to see them as well. Um, so it's just a matter of like keeping that connection bond um, through, I guess, being open to how we're gonna meet each other in that sense. So yeah. What about you? How are you holding on to them? Um, gems. The dogs and always be the dogs, you know what I mean? From younger, I always knew that whoever was with me was with me and who ain't with me, they can shed their weight at a certain point in time. I still have, I have friends that I talk to every day. My regular people that go in the group chat, I talk to my regular trading partners, I talk to them every day. Still talk to black sellers every day. And the people who I don't talk to every day, I could still knock on that door and their parents still know me and we still be friends. So for me, it's not, there wasn't no real transition. Like all my brethren still gonna be my brethren no matter what. I guess, or, no matter how far the period is that I haven't messaged them. I cannot message one of my boys for a year and I'll see him and we'll hug and be like, yeah, let's go get some drinks. So you think maintaining like a friendship it's just like based on the bond itself overall. Definitely. Instead Definitely. of like putting in the actual action per se, it's hard to actively like maintain that friendship. It's hard for males, you know. For males, it's more, it's more loyalty over royalty type of thing. You know what I mean? I mean, as facts. Okay. For men, like we seek. I don't want to say. I don't want to say friendship, but it's more like a brotherly bond type of thing. Like someone you could go to war with. 
like you don't want to be around someone or you don't want to have people around you where you would feel uncomfortable if you're let's just say go prime time mm -hmm. now i have certain friends who i would not take the prime time <laughs> and i know like that thin line it's mm -hmm. just knowing your friends so i feel like maintain your friendship yeah i think it's more of the bond and of actions type of thing mm -hmm. i agree I agree too. Sometimes that's actually happened to me recently. I have a friend. Shout out to Lisa. I talked to her in a minute. But I was in Miami the other day. And y'all, she drives 30 minutes for me at 12 a.m. and then drives 30 minutes back at 5 a.m. I know. Wait. It's crazy because I have this one friend. One friend. It's like, dude, I'll actually take a bullet for you. Because <laughs> that's like the bond that we have. Yeah. Sometimes male friendship turns into like a freaking brotherhood because like if this boy like for like I've been like he's been loyal to me and vice versa as well. And we pretty much connect on you know a, a Christian level first. And then of course we went through similar situations as well, too. That drove that drove us into a space where hey bro, use my dog. We like we ain't letting this go. And he's moved from uh, uh from out of Nassau into various islands and as well too. And now he's moving abroad with his family, his wife and kids. And I'm bro, you know, I, I feel, you know, a little iffy about it now because, again, I can see my bro like how I used to. But, like, it is what it is. I understand his transition and his move. But, like, when I see this nigga again, like, like nothing ever happened. Like, you never went. Like, you still here regardless, you know? If sometimes this nigga, I can cry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Cameron. But, but yeah, man. How do you keep up with you? Because the girls is different. Yeah, I do think um, it requires more work with female friendships. What I would like to say that I think I'm a person that do value my friendships. So I try to put in that work to maintain the relationships. Um, so I'll start with friends at home first. Um, with friends at home, um, a lot of us, well, my friend groups here are people that I went to school with, right? So we went to school for like six years together. So I guess similar to him, that bond mm -hmm. is there. However, um, I guess with the social media, the WhatsApp, the Instagram, you just, you know, comment on each other's mm -hmm. statuses back and forth. And, you know, you kind of have that relationship. And then when you come home, it's always a good time. And uh, but now that I've been like back home in and out for like six months now, you realize that the novelty it wears off. So like when you first come back home, everybody's excited. Everybody, let's go out, let's do something. But then as you are here consistently you've let you see that people have learned to live without you mm -hmm. right so obviously life has changed people has developed different stages of life people having children and stuff now and you know other responsibilities so they're going on regularly with their lives so beyond like the novelty of coming back home it's like not the same they're still there yes but it's not like what you think it will be like every weekend we're going to go out we're going to meet up now that i'm here it's going to be, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, my friends from the States, we kind of maintained a sisterhood um, beyond just being neighbors in the residence halls or eating together or whatever. We did like Bible studies and did yes. that. And so for the first Sorry, just checking. For the first few years, um, we would try to keep up with that Bible study like over Zoom, especially like during the pandemic. And then like now people are moving states. Um, they're doing the PhDs. They're um, changing because of jobs, this, that, and the next. So it's a bit more difficult to try to keep up. 
um, with people because they're moving, progressing through life and moving through these different phases and transition is always hectic and, you know, just different stuff getting in the way of that. However, um, the ones that are in Miami, we still do have a pretty good relationship because like we talked about, it's just a quick flight over. So, and the Hamians are always mm-hmm. in Miami, right? So just this past weekend, when I came from Miami, I stayed at my friend's house from university. So that's been um, pretty good for me. As it relates to my friends in Spain, like a lot of them have like nomadic spirits, right? So they're like all over the world doing this, that, and the next. And it's a bit more difficult and it takes a bit more intentionality in order to like keep up those type of friendships and also like cultural differences and stuff like that. Because most of my friends in Miami were like Caribbean people. And then like these other people, it's a bit more like out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And you're like, you know, checking up on them and say, hey, just checking up on you and stuff like that. And they, I see that they don't take that much of an initiative. Like, yeah, we cool still or whatever, but it's not um, intentional about like trying to be a part of each other's lives. So I guess based on the friend groups, it's all different, but I do think that each one of them still requires, you know, work because as, as women, you know, if you don't tell me happy birthday or something like that, I, you acting brand new. So, I know, why do y'all so, do that? Yeah, it still takes work. Um, I try to put in that work. I don't always get that same energy back, but, you know, you read and then you move forward. Do you think like the like the culture like um so the culture between the U.S. and Spain obviously is uh, hella different, but do you think that it's a cultural norm for them not to um I guess like be as you know intentional about your relationship as as, as they should? Because then okay for example um when I visited New York um I I drove up with my friends from Fort Lauderdale into into New York from college, and little me obviously you know we are from the Caribbean, we're very mannerly. So I'm I'm walking into a store in New York and I'm like, hey, you know, good morning or whatever have you. And like, no one answered me, right? So do you think that it's like a cultural norm for them to like not be as amicable or to not like, I'm sure they, they, they cherish friendships to a certain extent or to not like be as, you know, I guess intentional as you are with your approach in terms of friendship wise. Do you think that like that that's the case or... It's just like, I don't know, human error in a sense. Um, so I would like to say that most of my friends um, in Spain were not from Spain, um, besides like my co-workers, for example, which were people that were much older than me. Um, but they came from the US, they came from Britain, Australia, the UK, a different Anglo- Anglophone um, country. So it's difficult just to you know speak to how they are in Spain because the majority of my friends were not um, from Spain. So I guess depending on the state that they're from, for example, and the culture, because you know you have subcultures within a culture, um, it just it just depends, it just varies. But I do think that one thing that we all do have in common is that we're like people that like to travel that are all over the world and stuff like that. So um, it's either some people maybe went back to their homes and then they just got caught up in life challenges. Other people, they're just moving from place to place and they enjoy that experience for what it is. And then they move on to the next stage of their lives. Makes sense. And you said, you said, you said it's different for women. So do you have majority female friends? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I do have some like male friends, but like, it's difficult too to have male friends because like, you just trying to be friends, hang out, you know, with someone and then they have a girlfriend now and then their girlfriend you know side eye in that so mm-hmm. um like males they they gonna you know if they see on this story they gonna say something but they don't be trying to do too much based on like 
you know, the situation at hand. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but they also ain't putting in that effort, like women as well, that we would want, you know, to keep up the friendship or to keep, you know, trying to talk every day and, or whatever the situation. And that's is. what I'm hearing from you. Like, it sounds like a lot of work for y'all because I don't, I don't know, like, if you, from you have, I want to say, a spiritual connection to any individual, like, it really shouldn't matter to me, personally. And let me tell you, let me tell you what I mean by that. Let's just say, so let me use, let me use Fergie for an example. All right, let's call her Fergie. <laughs> okay. So when, when I first met her, um, I had, I, I obviously had the option to not speak to her again. Like, I didn't have to, like, associate myself with her. But she didn't give me the vibe to say, like, my spirit don't take the, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I want to say, like, me and Fergie become really good friends. And I don't feel like I need to text Fergie every day. <laughs> so that's like, what I think it just hey, depends you on your personality and knowing your friend's needs. So some friends, you know, it's just them not to be doing all that texting, reaching out kind of thing. It's just like being physically with them. You see what type of person they are. But then there are other friends that would prefer for you to reach out to them every day. So you just have to know your friends, know their needs. Some people take you being silent as something wrong, something is wrong or that they did something. Other people, they just, you know, figure out that you're dealing with life. So it's just about knowing everybody's like personalities and what their preference is. So I think that's kind of like an approach that I take now in friendship. Like I communicate, I ask you like, you know, what are your preferences? Like, how do you communicate and stuff you like that? Ask me. <laughs> this place that i am now with like friendships we've become we, we've been friends and we we do what we do so it's fine it's fine you know what's that mean right? sorry go ahead i would say it's kind of overbearing like any like some friends prefer to like talk every day i feel like back in the day when we were like a little younger we know like so much like um technology no, not even that. Just like back in the day, we can have like so much things going on. Like right now, we have responsibilities. People have been families. They have like you have like real like life stuff going on. I feel like oh, yeah, friendships universally you should like understand. Like, we don't have to talk every day. We can even have a talk every week, but we're still friends at the end of the day, you know. But if you have me to talk to you every day, I can't. I cannot keep up with that. Genuinely. But I also think too, it depends on like the closeness as well of you and that person. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like best friends maybe talk every day. Yeah, or like maybe as every, often as possible. Yeah, yeah. but even like me and Amwa, I feel like maybe like we might talk every day, but it's probably not gonna be all day. It probably be like an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a conversation, and then like okay, well, what tomorrow? You know, what I'm or just, just like, you know, and leave it on an open. Yeah, and then or like a, hey, when something comes up. Yeah. What yeah. was what would y'all consider like as best friends? Because my good friend, I don't I don't speak them at all, and he just called me the other day, and he's like. Hey, like get your linen suit ready. And I say, what? And you know, daddy, you don't. I feel like if that's the friendship you love, then that's the friendship you love. But like, I don't feel like you need to talk every single day to nobody. To no one every single day. Now, the only reason I would talk to my friend group, this my certain friend group every other day, is because either one we in the group we talk, or we'll come inside our WhatsApp group and like, we'll put like the little stickers, like bless surprise and job bless, that type of yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. And if something freaky go on in the day, then the group chat live. Yeah, yeah. I think that's an effective method, like having groups and yeah. stuff like but that. It's also just updates. Like, friend groups too. Oh uh, yeah. 
I do. You, I mean, I don't. I think I have different. Actually, I have groups. I think I don't have a friend group at all. Like I feel like all of my friends are so separate. Mm-hmm. I have like one friend here, one friend there, one friend here. So it's just like whenever I do have like a group of friends, it's me bringing all of my separate friends into one, and we're mm-hmm. not all like friends to each other. But they're just like I'm. That's what the ask. How does that work? I mean, I honestly feel like I don't think I've ever had an issue with like bringing friends together. Sometimes it is kind of like different because you know you're different friends with different things meaning like mm-hmm. different people have like different personalities so like mixing personalities that don't technically like go on hand with each other it could be a little like i don't say uh weird i feel like it'd be like challenging not not even like necessarily child just, just uncomfortable just like a, like slightly uncomfortable like you know like you could tell like okay well dying i gotta make this I have, talk i have <laughs> a good i have a good um, be a facilitator yeah i have a good little shell when it comes to like like bringing my friends close because you know like I got I have friends like I say like no normal friends like they stay at home they do what they gotta do then I got my bad people friends and then I have my friends you know like they they got some status you see what I said so I (laughs) so I can't when it comes to bringing everyone together like I like slick like do it so I'll like slick bring one of my brethren. So I'd be like, hey, going in the grove today. Oh, I grew in Angleston. Like, let's go drink. And like just see how they mesh together. And I'll be like, hmm, might try to do this again it's tomorrow. It's easier for boys, for guys, though. Like, I still think that it's really easier for guys. Like, girls, they have beef because their friend had beef with this person long ago. Oh, and no, that's we oh, no, we used to do that. I don't pick up no, beef. No, we used to do that. Yeah, I don't pick up beef with nobody if you were my sibling. And the reason is because. I just feel like there's no reason I need to have an issue with somebody else just because you have an issue. issue. I might not like talk to them or like befriend them, but like to say, yeah, oh, I don't, I don't know my son. It's up when I see her. Like, no, totally up. I I disagree. (laughs) I'm not disagree, but I'm different. Behind my family, them for sure, but uh, but that's my family because I know they can do it for me. But friends are like I don't say. Friends, I just honestly, I don't know. I just probably would. I'm not picking up people. How close a friend that friend is you? Okay, for for example. With one of my, with my, oh my, actually like very close friend, I call his mom, my mom, and his and his mom calls me like you know her son was not, and like religiously every Sunday she's like she texts me she says Trey your food is ready can you come for your food please every Sunday like without a shadow of a doubt, she calls me for my food and she and and if I miss she texts hey you didn't come yesterday what happened anyway your food's in the fridge come get it tomorrow right so to me those friends like that that's family to me so therefore, um. I will actually like take a bullet for that person because again he's like he's like my brother, right? And his daughter is my um what you call it? Oh, his daughter's my daughter. Yeah. So and I see his son and daughters like my niece and nephew. So like why not, right? So like bro, to me, bro, if you if if someone come to fight to, to fight you and I like we have a problem, we we all two of us got a problem now after that because bro. Okay. No, no, I mean, yeah, 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 that's the same thing. Yeah, like, just okay. Well, like, I, I don't like that. this. Well, no, I don't like eat up. Like yeah. I just. No. I don't want to share off topic, but Maybe. you you don't want to give me mom number. Ask if she need an ex son. Are you cooking? One man, I can eat that. Okay, well now we're gonna welcome Star to the podcast. Star, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. I went to St. John's College, and then uh, hey. going to Noble. I don't know if you have a Noble Preparatory. Yeah, and then I go on. Uh, I know, the, I know the school. All right, cool, cool, cool. And then uh, was over there for like one, two, three years, and then came back from COVID. Mm. 
there will be no fuck mess everyone up. Mess everyone up. So yeah, I just uh tug in from me. Yeah. I uh BDVI, so Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm all about vocational learning. Yeah. What are you going to do to you guys? Uh, electrical engineer. What did you study in Canada? Sports management. Okay. Doing so, different things, you see. And why? What is the reason for the transition? Uh, well, I like sports. Like, I started out on pick up a trade. So, yeah. Trades making money. Picking up a trade. Wait, what year are you graduating over? Well, but yeah, you graduate Nova. I was only there for a year, so 27 years. Yeah, 27 years. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Jeffrey? Sanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Sure. Yeah, I know these guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? So long. I guarantee. I guarantee. I guarantee. I guarantee. I bring a petition to bring back certain words like Tilly. I bring that back. I bring that back. Tilly? Never. Stop. I don't like Tilly. I don't like Tilly. Tilly? Uh, no, right? I can make the petition. I talk, talk to the Dairy Mount Association for a oh. Anyway, I have one more friend. I have one more question about friends. So when it comes to deciding who's going to be the godparent and the best man and the best woman, I mean, the maid of honor, how do you separate like your college friends from your childhood friends? Because in college, you know, y'all go through the struggle. Yeah. But they're your home friends. They know the real you, like watch you grow up and stuff like that. Mm. I personally feel like based okay, for starters, you said they know the real you. I feel like the real you don't come and tell you actually like come out of school. I feel like everybody kind of conforming to like certain things just to kind of like fit in. So I feel like you actually find yourself, especially like when you go off to school, like like anybody yourself, I feel like you really find yourself down. And I feel like because it's at least for example, me and you, I feel like we was kind of just finding ourselves like together and it's like we was alone in a completely different country. I feel like you get like extremely close in a way. Like from a match, you must we've been together like every day since. It's always like, you know, well where um I'm there. I'm just like, bro, that that's she's her own person. You know what I'm trying to say? Because, like, you know, they always just yeah. like I'm being all them. So I feel like you just get so close to people that way. So that's just, I I don't know. I feel like when it comes down to like, who I who am probably signing my wedding and be there for like the biggest parts of life can be people from who I met in Tennessee. Shout out to my Tennessee people. Yeah. One thing I'm actually learned is that um as life shifts, so do you have friends to be honest. Yeah. And certain friends are you know? and certain friends are like permanent like in your life definitely. And even those permanent friends who are in your life, they go through seasons as well to where sometimes that they get a shift in whatever happened. And I'm I'm speaking from this because again, it's happening to me now, right? Um, so but I met my closest friend in 2018, um, when I came back home from school and was not. And so I used to mime um for church, but I stopped for a while. And I met him through that, like that platform. I mean, just we of course grew from there and what's not whatever have you. And um I think through those through the seasonal parts of my life, he was there. So he saw me in my at my weakest point, my lowest, my highest point, my lowest point, whatever have you. And those friends who I grew up with, we've like separated. So I think in your current state now, I think just like what Autumn was saying, uh, in your current state, um, I think those friends, um, I guess helps to shape you and who you are 
or become a part of you in that sense. So for those ones who are seasonal, they were there for a reason. Those who are permanent also there for a reason as well, too. Those who are seasonal, you will see them be like, hey, you know, hi, bye, you know, nice to see you, whatever have you. But those who are supposed to be there will, will automatically be there for sure. And you'll tell by the, by their test of loyalty to you, definitely, and vice versa. So um, that's how I'd actually weigh, weigh my things in. When I have my first child, he's going to be the godfather, definitely, for a fact, right? Because, um, again, I've seen, I've sensed loyalty. I've seen, and, and I can sense that this person is going to be here for the long haul, you know, so... Yeah. Anyone else want to chime in? Okay. Um, definitely taking introspective who's in my life at that time when I do have children. Um, but I guess my way of thinking as it stands, maybe it'll change in the future. Um, I think my friends are going to take more of the role of aunties, but as it relates to godparents, I wanted to people be older, mature people who I look up to and who I see as like examples and godly people in my life for them to be the godparents to my child. Mm -hmm. Like it's not going to be off of vibes or <laughs> none of that stuff. It's people who I know are full of wisdom, people who are mature and settled in their professions, people who, you know, know a little bit more about children. And, you know, if something happens to me or that child's father, I know that they have that maturity, that wisdom, um, that financial stability, all of that stuff. Obviously these things change um, as it relates to financial stability over the years. But I definitely think like those are going to be my godparents and my friends or they're going to be like aunties instead. As it relates to marriage, I'm going to have a destination wedding. <laughs> and so I don't know what to say. I don't want to have to deal with, you know, because if, if that's the case, then the wedding is going to have a million bridesmaids, you know, yeah. or this person feels some type of way that that's too much to decide. <laughs> small intimate destination wedding with um my immediate family and that person's immediate family and we'll come back and we'll have a big party you know <laughs> in the bahamas and my friends from miami or wherever else they can come but yeah everybody is equal on that yeah. front you know i don't have to make those type of decisions that hurt people's feelings that's what i was thinking i second that i second that oh, don't tell me something life. real you said you gotta make sure those people like in for the long run yeah you could be friends but they can't be like a person who can raise your child once you're gone you know yeah yeah that's what I'm it's not vibes like people try tested proven yeah anything anything from the males um i would say i would say when wise when wise for me it's probably gonna go like this if how much you usually have, like six or seven of those snacks? <laughs> however much you have, I'll have a mixture of it, long story short. I'll have someone, I'll have a mixture to where it's like, like I have someone like from each aspects of my life. Like mm -hmm. I'll have like my, my friends from when I was younger. I'll have my college friends and I'll have, well, my college friends is my, it's my brothers now. And when it comes down to godfathers and stuff like that, if I can't, if I can't see, if I can't see you raising my child, then it's obvious like I know it doesn't matter if you was like my friend or not. Cause I have friends and there's my dogs, but I just can't see them raising my child. Cause I already I already know what type of person they is. So I'm not trying to let my child like as soon as I die, now they gotta go through a whole training camp with Frank. 
just because he's trying to get every child I have in the league, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. The way y'all talk about friends, like, my friend, my friend rankings ain't like that. Like, I have, I have brothers, and then I have, like, associates. So when it comes to brothers, I like people I go in the wall for. You call me, you don't even have to question that. You just tell me when and where we there. Then I have associates. I have people that I see, like I hear, like talk to you, and then and then you feel me. So to say, you have friends. I don't really have that actual key term. Friends, it's either use my brother, or use my associate, and ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like that. Approach, honestly, I like that approach because I think nowadays, like you either have like the real or the fake in your life. It's no more like lukewarm, and mm -hmm. I think that word friendship, the lukewarm version of it, to be honest. And here's how I really feel. I really feel like now when you get um, past 25, closer to 30, you tend to realize, because I'm 28 now, so you tend to realize that, hey, um, life is no longer just about partying or um, just being a socialite or being the life of the party. No, it's about getting your act together on numerous um, 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 things, right? Because I think once you hit that 30 mark, and of course you go beyond that, um, that's now time to finish putting the work but then um, as you're putting in the work, you you must balance um, what is uh, now priority um, from start to finish. So having those those persons in your circle, yes, things can change because persons can die, which is the inevitable, definitely. Or like just life can shift in the whole. But at the same exact time, um, what you can do is like have those associates, those folks who you talk to from time to time, and then have those guys that you can actually freaking depend on, but like, Hey, these are my friends. These are my brethren. Like, like you know, these guys are you know top tier for me. I can call on them if I, if I need something, of course, and vice versa as well. So I think that's how I agree with you, dude. Honestly, so having friendship now is like lukewarm. You how do you call? Because one day you'd be like, hey, I love you next week. Hey, wait, you know, forget you. You know what I mean? So I love that approach, man. Trust me, I'm gonna take that on. Mm, look at the run, spitting knowledge. Okay, and that experience though, like. Like from high school, I don't feel like I ever just found like my own like my group of people. Like I feel like I have people who I like friends. Even to this day, like we'll speak. Like you know, mm -hmm. we still cool. But then I still don't feel like in high school I had like yeah like these my people for life. Like well, like but like when I say my people for life, I'm talking about like best friends. I mean I have had like two best friends or whatever. Like, when I think about like people who like turn like just like 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 just my people you know what i'm trying to say like we all each other's person mm -hmm. i don't think i found that when i was in high school so just like when i got off to college i think that's why i did make like those did you play sports bigger connections yeah i played soccer you played soccer mm -hmm. and you don't find like you have like a real sisterhood with those people you played soccer no you say you play softball do you feel like the people in high school I mean, but yeah, these are people I'm, we're in the same class with and everything, like, beyond just... When I went to JBL and no, nobody from there, no. You were trying to tell me, y'all being on sport teams, and that's, that's not cool. one person. We're not, like, guys. We cool. cool. Like, <laughs> we didn't make it our whole lives, yeah. you know? Let me like, test you all theory. You ever had a brethren who you didn't know, but you went to Nova, and y'all played ball together, and y'all still boys to this day? Yeah, be cool, but it ain't like no. I wouldn't say it's my brethren. <laughs> cool if I see him on the road. Yeah. yeah. All right. I see the minutes but I could be I like it. Soccer clothes. Yeah. Anyway, 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 let's shift the topic back to going off. Do y'all 
I mean, since we talk about friends, let's talk about family. But I feel like families embrace you every week. So family is snake, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. So do y'all not all huh? Not all families, some. Yeah. I don't know how I want to word it. Do y'all feel like y'all should have stayed? Or sh- stay back home? No, stay in the US. I, I, I willingly called man and left the US because I wanted to be with my family. Mm, true enough. I think I, so. I, 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 I have my regrets right now as it stands because I'm in a season of frustration. Um, but I mean, I'm grateful to be there with them. Um, and especially in these last two years, we had a lot of deaths in our family. So, um, it was difficult. Not I, I was able to come for some funerals, but not everyone. And it was difficult not being there for them, like while they were at the hospital, while they were, you know, the rawness of that moment, only, you know, getting it reported yeah. over the phone. And so I'm glad. I mean, I hope nobody else, you know, <laughs> like give us a break. Yeah. But I mean, I'm glad that now I get to be there for them in those moments. But you always love your family. But I do think that I can grow in the way that I need to being around my family or being back in, in the situation after six years, you know. Yeah. What about you, Saron? You think you like would have preferred to still be in Canada right now? All day. <laughs> Why? No question. I mean, I guess like Ovia is really like a certain type vibe and a certain type like persona you gotta keep to really get where you gotta get. And like in Canada you don't really have to do it because different opportunities, different places and I actually would have been doing something I like, so yeah, that's that too. So yeah. funny society. Yeah, so yeah. You gotta be cutthroat. Now be cutthroat when, when I was living in the US, um, I pretty much like so I loved it to a certain extent because I felt as if I had more freedom um to be, I guess, how I needed to be there as well, right? And when I came back home, I um it felt kind of strange in a sense because like uh, um i guess everything seemed so small or uh i guess cuz i was again you're you're exposed to um i guess a whole different vibe and culture and whatever have you living in the us and vacationing there are two different things definitely for like by far it is hella different so i became homesick um after a certain point but then uh and then also um um i regret um, I guess coming back home in a sense, but then I also did not regret. And here is why, because like, there's no place like home for real, for real. And I find that when you are struggling itself over there, um, no one is actually your real friend unless you find someone that's from the Caribbean. I'm being realistic, right? So I can go down the road to like Amber and say, "Hey, I need sugar." Sure, no problem, right? You all happy to give it to freaking me, right? cultural system so they're more individualistic as opposed to us community oriented mm-hmm. but like if i if i come back home and be like hey i need sugar short like, oh, like, like, like but like approach like hey you, what you need is if you need sugar then you just go to walmart i'm not going to give it and of course any funds for it i'm not going to give you like you know sugar for my apartment or um <laughs> or like I feel like you're saying though. Sometimes I just yeah, want dinner and yeah, I don't know what else to go to. Yeah. Oh, I get the same 
Like, mm-hmm. and, and it's, it's just so weird. But one thing my, my grandmother taught me, she she's now passed since two years ago. One thing she's taught me that she says, uh, the reason why she came back home after she received her doctoral degree in, in, edu- in educational science, she said she came back home because she wanted to help her country, right? So she was making about 120K a year in the U.S. to come back home to work for a government that can't really pay her that she was uh, uh, the salary that, that she was actually making. Uh, she became a consultant for the Ministry of Education and a policymaker because they couldn't afford to pay her in that full capacity, right? So I think I was a believer in that, um, coming back home to, to help our country, of course. And again, it's about plugging in that brain drain for real because the people that who, who are who are off for so long, like I think, Shanae, you were off in Spain for like a while now. Yeah. You, right, for a while. So in the sense that they look at it, hey, our country is being like drained in a sense because now we have to hire persons abroad to bring them over versus um, bringing in our, our own people who have the expertise, the, the exposure, the experience to actually, you know, um, <clears throat> function in certain capacities. But we can't because why? Either they are brought in um, uh, assisting another country. So not knocking you for that. No, help, like definitely not. But again, I guess that that's just what my grandmother instilled to me in terms of being, being that believer. Hence why I came home. The regrets, I do regret it to a certain extent because now um, I can't make as much money as I want to make or I can't explore the options uh, career-wise if I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not actual space for it here in that sense, but um, we'll get there one day, I guess. Yeah. So you bring up a valid point. Like, How do y'all deal with the struggles with like the word of like over-educated and like, trying to get a decent pay and like actually you agree but like you want people to come home but like when you come home it's like now you with a job and it's like the oh i have the perfect thing so i feel like when people go off it's like a shun type of thing when you come back because like oh she come back she must be drop out oh like, this might be all in my mind no I but that, I feel like that's I why i feel like that's how people like, 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 like ask me why are you here why yeah, are you yeah. i don't think it's a shun kind of thing but they just recognize that there are more economic opportunities mm-hmm. where you were you know what I mean? That this place is too small for what you set out to do yeah. based on whatever your aspirations are. So how is it like coming back and then they see you like cash and a super value? Just for an example. Ain't nothing wrong with cash and a super value. Holy! Oh, you got a whole master's degree in cash in? <laughs> it's, you know? That's the real minimum though. You gotta, you gotta okay. give me something. Okay, let me use something better. Because cash in a supervisor, that's like what? That's like two hundred dollars every every two weeks. No, two hundred dollars every week. But mind you, it happens. You know, it happens because you can have a whole class. Three, 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 I think the first thing that when you make up your mind to come home, you need to manage expectations. The Bahamas does not have an economy that's the size of the U.S., so you can't come back expecting to make one hundred and twenty thousand. It's just not realistic. I feel like it is realistic, depending on yeah. People in government isn't even making that much in high positions. The like, private sectors are though definitely like uh, people in the government. Some people, people in the government may not make that much, but they have accommodations like they have cars, yeah, they have yeah. gas and stuff like that. They get meals, brave the malls in Dubai doing their thing. So when you when you really think about it, like yeah, I, I think that's the re- the biggest reason why I haven't like came home because 
I like being away from my family. I hate being away from my family like so bad. Like I want, I want to move back to the Bahamas. Like, I want to be home because home is home. But I feel like just being in the states all the time. I don't. I mean, like yeah, you have like certain opportunities, but like ain't nothing like being home. So like I wish I could come back right now, but it's just like I know like the way that economy is up right now, I cannot afford like to, to live, live back home own. right now. At least on my own. If I was to come back home. I'd rather live with my parents for real. And, and you'd be annoyed. Yeah, you're from experience. Yeah, I'd be so annoyed. Yeah. I just been living on my own from like what 18? Yeah. I'm 18 now, so like going back to living with my parents is absolutely not going to happen. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my story yeah. right now. So how was it like going out? Because I don't know. Sometimes I'd be like, Oh, I'm hungry. Let me go to McDonald's at 2 a.m. If I do that now, my mom would be like, Oh, McDonald's open at 2 a.m. 24 hours. Yeah, so Turkey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Fox. Well, except that's so talking. The only reason why I go on that's so talking one night is because I was too lazy to find a south place for days to be talking about. There's a 24 hour south place. It's like the week old miss that's so talking. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's Shell on uh, on Tonic, is where they have like the south and everything, like late in the mornings. I went there once with one of my friends. Who uh well one of my friends friends like she's from I think Iowa whatever have you, and she came to try Bahamian food and she's like oh um and she apparently like was here like a lot of times, so she's like oh I want to go to a, the gas station that sells the, the chicken sauce and I'm like what, <laughs> I'm like you there I'm like I, I I'm gonna be gonna uh, freaking gonna go there, but <laughs> the food is actually good there though and I I hate Asotucky it's too greasy for me I'm sorry. That was by six second. Beta always a good food. Oh my goodness, what about the word? Come on. But how y'all feel with like Missing big moments like funerals, birthdays, weddings. I do my best. My so. my grandmother, my who I love so dearly, she died uh during COVID, and I couldn't go back home this year. And I'll never forget this this spot when um I didn't I didn't live where I used to live where you know me to live. I lived in the in the complex like off on the twenty second. It was me, Frank, and Sugar was living there. And I had to go on by Frank because I didn't want to be I didn't want to watch the live stream alone. Um bro, just watching that live stream, I was like, damn bro, I say gotta come back home, bro. Yeah. That was from that was from that's from 2020. 2020, they still was like wearing masks and stuff and all so bro. That 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 made me sad, bro. And I don't know. Ever since I found a way to be self-sufficient, I like this whole year has just been like depressed for me because like yeah, I have a nice car, I got my own place, I'm making good money and what's not, you know what I mean? I live in the American dream, you feel me? And just to like come home and then you know it's just me type wide. Like, yeah, the TV looking at me, I looking at the TV, bad boy TV and what's not, but <laughs> it's like it's like it's like to what, you know what I mean? And I'll never forget when my boss pissed me off, or I'll never forget the day, but he pissed me off at 10 o'clock. I go into my car, and I sit in the car till 12. I didn't do no work. Blacks come outside. I said, but I'm not coming back here, bro. And Blacks know I was so fed up. He just looked at me and said, damn, bro, what you going to do? I said, 
they going back to my own country. And he say, he say, damn, bro. And I know you serious too. And that's exactly what I did. I packed up all my stuff. I drove down to Georgia, be with Frank for a while. And I came home. Living living in foreign for me and not being with my family, because my family is everything to me. My my mom, my dad, and my little sister. Like just to see my little sister like every year or two, and she just changes. Like she, at first she was like this little kid with this little fat belly. And then she get a little taller. And now this year she's like a freaking, she's like a unicorn, bro. Slim. <laughs> she's slim now and she just breezing around the place. And I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, she turned to a young woman, like, right in front of me, bro. Yeah. I couldn't do it, dog. I had to come on. It's like, I think, it's like, life is still going on. She doesn't realize, like, life still is going on. Even if you meet home. Like, Tucker said, the best way, why not risk life if it's going to keep going? I think the same thing kind of applies to me with saying Zane was born literally the week before I went off to university. And so, just, you know, seeing those changes. So not being a part of those moments. But now I'm back and he, I wake up in the morning, he opened my door, he shoot me with a Nerf gun and I'm like, this is what I was missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. At least he shoots you with a Nerf gun. I get shoot with questions. Brother, can you take me to Starbucks? Brother, can we go to sushi? <laughs> at least, yeah, he's not at the age yet where he, you know, want too much. At least but, there. He's, a, he's your brother, my little yeah. sister. Cha. But she's from my Listen. Having little sisters, having a broke best friend, okay? So last year, um, so my sister's nine years old, right? And when my mom was in hospital last year, um, I took it. She's like, oh, sorry, where are we going today? So I said, anyway, we'll go to Bahamas uh, Water Park. So we went there. So she's like, oh, she wanted candy. I said, you mean from Sugar Factory? I said, they're hella expensive. <laughs> so went in there. See, we still got candy. Oh, I want Starbucks now. Excuse me? <laughs> listen when we go into like um so i took them to latitudes uh for brunch one day and she she goes um anyway so she picks up the menu she goes well let me let me explain to you what i want and i'm like well who, who, who pay this bill says, uh you. she says it's on your card right i said excuse me <laughs> Not the card. Anyway. so by the 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 meal she says uh trey your card please thanks I don't yeah. like miss doing too much for me right now because like nine, nine, nine. Wow, she 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 won ten cents. Like six and three. I had to I had to buy two dunks and Air Force. I don't know if I didn't get that iPod yet, but then and then I had the Claire Claire Shane card. She had a card to like churn the dollars. I say, you need to tell your daddy we need to split this. <laughs> this ain't about to happen right now. Thank God, mine is traveling with my, with our mom. I don't to with anything. To be what about you? Quiet in the corner. Um, just listening to the funny stories. <laughs> but just about to end again, so I can just do the last question because I don't feel like starting over. What advice? Would y'all give someone who like going off to school or contemplating coming back or just want to stay there, like you know, or even merging the two worlds of home and abroad? Okay. I tell them. I tell them. Uh, look at your like where you see yourself in the next five years. If you see yourself over there making sense or you know stagnant, then come over. But 
you see when you go over there, you see yourself making more money than, than OVL. Go for it because you never know. Everybody have different uh, experiences, different things they go through. You might uh, strive over, over Nassau better than foreign. So it's all up to you. Now you want to live your life. I saw this person I... on TikTok. Sorry. That she'd rather struggle home than struggle abroad because then you got to pay oh, rent. Okay. Yes. Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. You get... First, you can't, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not no what turn time. Wait, but something, something with that kind of insurance, it's going to be like $300 a month. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you pay once a year. $300 a month. Bro. Mm -hmm. I had to pay, I had to pay like four something for my... A month? Yeah. What? Because cause I had to get um full coverage and comprehensive. And it's just the way I got my car. Oh, wow. The, the bank I had. Baby. No, I had a 17 in the court. Fully really cool. I love that boy. Mm -hmm. Where is it now? I give it back to the bank. <laughs> I had to come back home. So in situations like that, either the bank, uh, you write a letter to the bank and the bank give you approval to like you to take this car out of the country or you just simply do a, what they call it, a voluntary repossession. Mm -hmm. So I call them and tell them come for the car. And in Georgia. They definitely come for that car the next day. Of course. Did it hurt like your credit or anything for doing that? I haven't checked my credit since. I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't checked my credit since. I think uh, for me, my advice would be um, make decisions based on logic and not emotion. Um like we all talked about, yeah, we do miss our families and, you know, the lifestyle at home and different stuff like that. But as he stated, like, you need to think long term and see where you see yourself thriving the most. You weigh the benefits to see if it's worth, you know, staying or coming home. And if you do decide to come home, I would say try to start your job search process early. Don't think like just to come home, I'm going to sit down and do that because you won't you know, have any peace and you don't know how long that process is going to take um, for you. But I also totally agree with the sentiments. Like, I'd rather struggle at home than to struggle ab abroad because at least I know I I know where my meal is coming from. At least I know I have, you know, food over my head abroad. I'm not sure if what mm. that's going to look like or if someone will give me some sugar or <laughs> any of those things. So, yeah, logic instead of emotion. Yes, Something's going to require you to push a little harder in either places. So just, you know, really just consider everything holistically and do what's best for you. It's, it's not going to be the same for everyone, you know. Yeah. I'd say um, seize the moment um, as best as you can. And um, just like I just reiterate what everyone is actually saying, but uh, do what's best for you in those and in, in, in those moments, basically. Um, sometimes, because uh, I I heard someone said, of course, if you make the most money, sometimes purpose trumps money, and um, and I'm entirely. So um, I would say whatever your purpose is that you know you're born to actually, and, and sometimes we don't we don't figure it out until like late in life. But if you have that in mind as to uh, what is it that you want to be doing. Follow that 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 true passion, but also do it um, logically, um, and uh, and of course, with not too much emotion as well. To help you make a sound decision, uh, most definitely. Um, if you do decide to come back home, um, just like of course Sinead would have said, 
you know, pretty much look for jobs prior to you even coming home, number one. And number two as well, um, just begin to focus on what is it that you really want to do, honestly. When I came back home, it took me about six months to find a job. One freaking job. Six months. And I regret not even looking for it prior to an advance, you know. But um, I miss there, to be honest. I loved it there. There is no place like home for real, for real. But if there's an opportunity for you to excel and soar at, at, as best as you can, go and do it. That's it. So, like I said, I'll say again, purpose sometimes trumps trumps money. Mm. Find that purpose and actually like run with it, honestly, and just like go forth and have some fun. Life is a freaking oyster, man. You know, let's make the best out of it. God put us here for a reason. Let's work it out. What do you say? Life is a what? Oyster. An oyster. Just That's to girl. piggyback off of two things that he said. One, when he talked about seizing the moment. I do think that's important, especially how we were just talking about balancing being back at home. I mean, your home friends and your abroad friends. I think one of the mistakes I made in Miami when I lived in Miami is that I was too concerned about life at home, mm. that I wasn't able to live presently. Yeah. There. I went to Spain and I lived more in the moment than I was able to fully enjoy and grasp um, what that experience was about. And then just also this thing that when I was in London and Fred Mitchell came over to give a talk, he stated like they're not the Minister of Foreign Affairs, um, that they're not so concerned about the brain drain because they know that wherever Bahamians are in the world, they are going to represent. So wherever you are in the world, if you decide to come back, if you decide to stay abroad, represent and represent well. Mark the manner of your bearing. You ever watch from Scrap? Yes. You said you was from Spain. That remind me of this show. I know it's Italy, but it just remind me. Um, if I have to say anything, I'd have to say whatever you do, um, begin it with the end in mind, no Ooh, matter what it is. And seven habits of highly effective people. Around but, <laughs> <laughs> so what I mean by that, any, anything you do in life, you have you have to execute. And when you when I mean execute, you have to wake up every day and your goal might be five years from now, like what you like what Star said, but what you do in that day, what you wake up and you um you wake up in the morning and you come out that bed, you execute and you go head on on that day and take it one day at a time. So my mom has this ringtone, and every time someone calls her, the intro says one day at a time, sweet Jesus. And I always remember that when I was uh when I was living away. When I had to get up five, six o'clock in the morning to go to work, I said, one day at a time, one day at a time. So whatever you do in life, begin with the end in mind, you execute. I would say, I don't want to say this, but I can say it because I, I hold the belief. I would say you got to keep God first. You got to pray. Pray and manifesting is two different things. You need to pray. Then you need to manifest. Um expand expand your mind whatever your five-year plan is like don't just say okay this is my five-year plan i'm gonna go with it do more things to open your mind like read read books and stuff you might sign something that you read will be like damn maybe i don't want to do that anymore maybe or maybe i could like advance that within my five-year plan but whatever the five-year plan is begin with the end of mind execute and you gotta have anything in life once you get your car. What? <laughs> real, 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 real. 
So thank y'all. I appreciate y'all for coming. Boop, boop. We appreciate <laughs> Thanks for inviting us. Go. Go. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, this is good. <laughs>